0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. In the Mobile User Acquisition Show, we feature interviews with the smartest folks in mobile and growth who share invaluable, actionable, tactical insights on every aspect of mobile growth and marketing, not to mention some adjacent areas just as well. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is presented by me, Shaman Rao, CEO of the mobile growth marketing firm, Rocketship HQ and produced by Karishma Sundaram, our superstar content marketing manager at Rocketship HQ. Each episode includes strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile growth marketing that you can use to unlock tremendous growth for your app in a sustainable and capital efficient manner. We talked about some of the challenges with privacy thresholds and Facebook's recommendations in one of our recent episodes which is titled, What's Working Right Now Post-ATT iOS iOS 14.5 in Mobile User Acquisition, Six Opportunities to Address Performance Deterioration. Now, in this episode, we talk about how Facebook has recommended setting up campaigns so that you hit at least 128 installs a day so that these campaigns can overcome Apple's privacy thresholds and you can actually see conversion values for your campaigns. Now, for many smaller advertisers, 128 installs a day per campaign is expensive and it is risky. However, we did get a chance to test this on some of the larger campaigns we work with, on some of the larger advertisers we worked with, uh, in order to understand does hitting 128 installs a day, solve your conversion problems. Does it lead you to see all conversions? At least those can reported by SCAD network. We don't necessarily need to see, we don't need to see you know, the traditional conversions because that's not possible just now, but at least are you able to see what's reported by SCAD network? The answer, my friends, has been disappointing. To start, yes, getting to 128 installs a day did make a difference. A number of campaigns that used to have zero conversion values, or null in Apple terminology, started to see non-zero conversions. However, these conversions were still so few that they just weren't meaningful to draw performance conclusions from. To give a concrete example, uh, on a couple of accounts, we saw thousands of dollars in spend because we were getting, aiming for $128, 128 installs per campaign. These thousands of dollars in spend resulted in two or three purchase conversions, which is very, very poor compared to the day zero cost per unique purchase that we were getting in the past. Now, this used to be in the $100 to $150 range by day zero, uh, and this ended up being in the thousands just now. Uh, As an aside, we do want to benchmark SKR network reported performance metrics against D zero metrics from the past, uh, because you want to capture what happens within the first 24 hours to, because uh, you want to allow for the signal loss due to Apple's system of timers, uh, you know, uh, which we have gone into in much more detail and depth in other episodes. So please check those out if you're still unacquainted with Apple's system of timers. Now, the fact that you have a few purchases While it's better than having zero, still makes it extremely difficult to evaluate performance. By the way, when I say purchases, we have also seen this with other post install events, including registrations, right? Uh, Even registrations, we just get so few of them uh, uh, on Facebook that it's very, very challenging. So if you're required to commit to spending 128 installs a day and spending thousands on a campaign, you still Flying somewhat blind. That's a problem and that's risky. Now, something that makes all of this more curious is that the privacy threshold is not a problem on other self attributing networks or ad networks. Uh, at least, you know, obviously the privacy threshold is uniformly applicable across all your traffic sources, but on Snap, TikTok, and other ad networks, we do see enough payers coming, uh, being reported at the campaign level. So the cost per unique payer seems to be comparable and in, the similar, in a similar ballpark as the erstwhile D0 cost per conversion that we used to see in the past. So it appears that the privacy threshold hasn't hit these platforms at the campaign level as much as it has for Facebook, at least based on this and at least based on SCAD network metrics there isn't as much of a performance degradation, at least on the accounts that we are looking at, right? So what gives? Why is Facebook's conversion measurement seemingly broken? Why are we just seeing so few conversions even after we hit 128 installs a day uh, and spend like thousands per campaign? This is our strongest hypothesis. Now, we've actually talked about this in more detail in our workshop series, Mobile Growth Lab. Uh, Facebook has limited advertisers to nine campaigns per account, even though Apple limits us to 100 campaigns per app. Now, Facebook is very likely setting up campaigns under the hood that it is dynamically using for creative testing and iteration. Uh, so, even though advertisers see nine campaigns under the hood, there are actually 100 campaigns. Uh, some of these could be creators, some of these could be ad sets. Facebook's turning these on and off behind the scenes dynamically to do its own creative testing, to do its own audience testing, while exposing only nine campaigns to advertisers. Now, if nine advertiser facing campaigns are actually 100 Apple facing campaigns, then each Advertiser-facing campaign will need to hit 11 times as many installs and conversions as an Apple-facing campaign, right? So you you basically have a much lower threshold, a much higher threshold that you need to hit uh, as an advertiser as compared to an Apple-facing campaign. Our strongest hypothesis is that ad networks and other self attributing networks such as Snap and TikTok have their advertising-facing campaigns to be much more similar to Apple-facing campaigns. So you're actually seeing actual SKAd network reported metrics for these, and their conversion values are obfuscated far, far less than Facebook's conversion values are at this point of time, which is why you see purchases, you see uh, post-install events much more clearly in these campaigns. Which is not to say you don't you prob which is not to say you're not getting purchases or post install events on Facebook you probably are you're not seeing them and that becomes a problem so given that Facebook's conversion tracking at this point of time is not close to being even directionally accurate these are some of the things we recommend doing just now number one treat your SAN and ad network performance metrics as close to being directionally accurate, at least based on D0 metrics, uh, D0 CPAs. On Facebook, if you want a greater degree of confidence, it's worthwhile to optimize for installs for just now. And you that way you aim for the lowest cost installs. So you have at least some confidence in the numbers that you're seeing. Compare Facebook campaigns against each other in terms of CPEs, but do not compare Facebook reported SCAD network metrics versus other channels because these are not apples to apples comparisons just now. And as we've said multiple time multiple times before, lean on blended metrics as your source of truth. Again, these unfortunately, how much as I hate to say it, are not perfect solutions because we are not living in a perfect world just now, especially with measurement being broken post IS 14.5. But I hope this episode helps you understand that scaling to 128 installs per day per campaign and still flying blind is not the only path far forward. And if anything, that may be a very, very risky path. I would recommend looking at some of your other options so you can get as much visibility and transparency as possible given these circumstances. Thank you for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce, and I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share. Thank you for listening, and I will look forward to sharing our next episode soon.